welcome to Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. Join me now for a very special Miracle Nutrition special. It's special. And I would like you to join me for it. We're going to talk about things we haven't talked about before, and that's special. So sit back and relax, and inhale, and smell of it. Oh, my friends, today we have a very special different strokes, and I thought I'd talk to you before it started because it's about some serious issues. I'm kidding. You can tell I'm kidding from my voice. So I'd just like to say this, though. Uh, perfumer, performer, they're close. Hey, join me for a very special show now with Bronwyn C. We're going to talk about smells. Ooh, that smell. <laughs> Can't you smell that smell? What is that smell? It's one of the Van Sants. And what is he wearing? It's some type of floral sheep. I think it's Creed Aventus. Is that right, Mr. Van Zant? Roar! Well, <laughs> what is that bizarre intro, Hardy? Well, that's my way of saying we have a very, there's a very special different strokes, as they used to say uh, today. <laughs> And uh, this is uh, uh, a little bit different. I'm going to be talking to our friend Bronwyn about perfume. Isn't that bizarre? That is, is that a rhetorical? It's no longer a rhetorical question. Now I'm asking you. I, I agree that it is pretty bizarre. And I cannot think of uh, two WFMU DJs who are probably less likely to be um, perfume fanatics than you and I. But I am glad that we discovered that we both were into this and that we can uh, share our, our our knowledge and our um, opinions with others. Yeah. I, I Yeah. And I like when someone's uh, interests don't really track with what you think about them. Like when I was a kid and discovered Rosie Greer's Needlepoint book. Oh, wasn't he amazing? Rosie Greer, the fearsome foursome. Yeah. So like, and, those Rams. and he was doing Needlepoint and, and yes. he was on the Davy Crockett TV show or some crazy. And he made it okay. He was like, yeah. you know, Daniel, boys, boys could do Needlepoint. Yeah, it was on Daniel Boone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they had big, you know, linebackers from the Los Angeles Rams in the frontier in those days wearing yeah. hats and doing Needlepoint. Yeah. Rosie Greer is astonishing. I love him. Yeah, yeah, he's. I had one of his albums too. Very sexy uh, of you, Mr. White. Uh, yeah. I'm very pleased that you. So yeah, yeah, I like. That. I'll tell you what. I'll wait till I tell you about. Uh, my, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of a sports figure I had my picture with, and I can't. Think of one. <laughs> I know this one. I've taken pictures of friends standing next to people, yeah. but never. Uh, Bob Greasy. Ooh. I didn't get. I didn't stand next to him. Oh. I handed someone the. Uh, camera and I said, "Quick, take a picture of me and Shecky Green." <laughs> so all this was at the racetrack. That's where you see all the good people. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, yes, the racetrack. Oh, oh, Pete Rose. So I was at the racetrack, and Pete Rose was at the fifty dollar. 
window. I almost said the F word. He was at the $50 window. Pete Rose, at the height of his, let's say, his little problem, uh-huh. he was right out there putting the big money on the ponies. I wow. thought, man, that's good well, you for know, you. If he good had for you. ponies instead of betting on his own team, he would have been fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was just, it makes you think, though, it's like he just can't not bet. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even about making the money. I think <laughs> who does that? Well, well. Anyway, so we both. How did we discover that we both liked perfumes or fragrances or whatever? How how did we? Uh, I think I, it was via Twitter. Something you were tweeting something opinions I, about. We tweeting opinions about perfumes that I like and dislike, and giving them star ratings and things. And you chimed in. I think. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, I did. What do you know about that? And it turned out you were quite knowledgeable about this. Well, I'm, you know, I'm a little new to it. Mm. I can tell you my history of liking um, do, smells. Yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do say that, yeah. So in my 1981, as a young mm. person, I got a job in the mall at one of those stores where they sold uh, upscale bathroom things like curtains mm. and mm. anything. So there's lots of fancy folk coming in and out and fancy people working there and people that had taste in things. I had I wasn't there yet about caring how I looked or smelled or anything, right? But it was one of those jobs that, like, you know, maybe you should, you know, look and, and smell nice. So uh, one of the uh, one of the fellas there um, smelled good, and I don't know how it came up. I certainly wasn't me going, you smell good. But... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like doesn't sound like 18 year old me, but yeah. it was this uh, it was Koros, which I think now I'm came oh. out that year, so it was brand new Yves Saint Laurent Koros. Yeah. And I was like, well, that smells nice. Yeah. And that was the first time, and then it was kind of affordable. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'm gonna smell better now. <laughs> and so I cared for a while, and then you know I go in and out, wear different things, and then a few years ago, I smelled. Um, Creed Aventus, and uh, and uh, I was like, wow, this is like, I think this is out of my price range, and it was. <laughs> yes. And then I was like, I think I know what good stuff smells like, and then I started smelling other things that I could never possibly afford, and I thought, oh, this is a whole world. I love this. Yeah. Because this is a bit like, like you can't quite do that with fine wine or something. They make you buy the whole bottle. Exactly. And and smells are funny. So I can see, you know, when I see something, I see the light reflected off it. I hear something. I hear, uh, you know, the, the sound of the, the air moving that's been moved by the thing. But with smelling, I actually take a bit of it into my body. Yeah. You know, I like I yeah. suck it in onto a, yes. <laughs> onto a receptor. So like it becomes it's a real intimate uh, sense, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm not, is. and I am not the only one. I made that. It's my Peggy Hill, in my <laughs> opinion. Everybody thinks that, but <laughs> taste right too. You can't taste something without shoving it in your mouth. Um, but this is like tasting something without putting it in your mouth. But I, I thought, oh, that's a whole world because these um, really expensive fragrances, and even some that aren't, have really interesting. Uh, nuanced kind of mm-hmm. smells that do everything like a painting might do where the, the, the whole is greater than the, some of its parts. And you go, wow, why, why is it doing that? 
you know, Correct. what what, yeah. what parts are coming together to make this whole thing? Well, it's, you know, it's chemical. I mean, that's the amazing thing to me. It's like the perfumes originally, they were just like, you know, some guys in France crushed up some flowers or whatnot. But, you know, now it's like they have this whole spectroscopic analysis of smells and they can recreate things molecularly and then blend them. And and it's like a musical composition almost. And you get you get that that first, you know, introductory whiff and then it kind of settles down into the heart of it and you get all the things that are going on in the middle of it and then it, it settles down even more and then you just got that baseline kind of ongoing smell and um those are the best ones i mean some of them are just crap you know and they're just they're just terrible and they don't they do one thing and then they smell like floor wax or something but 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 a really well done um perfume you know a a fragrance it's just it's a composition and it's beautiful and it does so much and and even the ones that i personally don't like the smell of i can at least appreciate the craft that went into composing them oh absolutely and we 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 suggested different things to each other and for yeah. that reason not necessarily to wear but like as exactly. a composition and and as you were saying some of them are so expensive but you can get samples you know, yeah. You, oh, I've never had a full bottle of anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can get itty bitty, itty bitty tubes of this. Yeah. Be able to smell them and see what you like. And I, I go. I mean, you know, I'm locked up for pandemic. What am I going to spend my money on? I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. So right. I, you know, something is amazing, and I want to smell like that pretty much every day. I, I splurge. You know, I get it, and I have some really odd things around well but, they live it lifts my mood too it makes me feel yeah. a certain way certain smells yeah. definitely change the way i feel and uh yeah. i like that <laughs> for yeah. sure and uh, it's something that uh, uh the it is like a, a symphony in a way because you know the um uh there's different smells but you can smell them at the same time they're not covering one another Right. So they're like uh, instruments that might have a different timbre, you know, and uh, they're they're playing at a loudness or even different levels, but you can still hear them because they're different frequencies, sort of. Right, right. And uh, that amazes me because I sort of understand it in music, but with as far as like smelling, I don't get it. It's like magic to me. <laughs> <laughs> it so. is magical, and that's what's you know that's what's wonderful about it. You know, I I really love it. I I probably. You know, when I was growing up in Iowa, you know, they'd say like, oh, little Bronwyn, do you want to be a nurse when you grow up? Do you want to be a teacher when you grow up? Nobody ever said, do you want to be a fragrance chemist when you grow up? You know, I yeah. mean, if somebody had said that to me, I would have said, what is that? And then I would have found out about it. And I probably would have been one because I think it's just amazing that you can do that. But um, I'm not I'm not like the kind of person there are people who say. Oh, I know about perfume. I know what I like. I'm going to buy some essential oils and mix them up in my kitchen. No. No, 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 no. It's not, you know, if it's you... It's not that. Yeah, it's not that. It's, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, and I know, I know enough to know that I don't have that talent, just as I could not compose a symphony. Right. 
I couldn't compose a, a fragrance, but I can sure appreciate them. And, and it really pleased me that you do too. So do you, do you want to talk a little bit about the Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's talk about things. Now, uh, we're, uh, the, um, so we'll just drop jargon as we go, right? And if somebody sure. wants yeah. to, because like I had to learn, I mean, there's jargon, not jargon, you know what I mean. Really? When you describe <laughs> things, you have to have words for them so they're all... Yeah. on the same page and um you know so we'll talk about different things and i guess we'll just say them as we go but you know if we talk about a, a sense is is gourmand or something or yeah yeah i mean some are obvious like woody and floral and everything but like uh at the top of the show i said like uh sheep and and weird junk yeah. like that so yeah. and then there's weird ingredients that i, I don't even know what they are like, you know, I go, this is the top note. And I go, really? Because I don't know what yeah. that is. That just, the top note is grandma on some of these. That's the thing, too. They're evocative, right? So you don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So what's, what do you want to talk about first? So I, I'll, I'll tell you what I want to talk about first. What's well, your show? You do it. Is, uh, is, uh, is this scent called, um, tell me about rhinoceros. Oh, yeah, Zoologist. Okay, Zoologist is a perfume house, and they do um, perfumes that are named after animals, and they try to be evocative of the animals. And I recommended Rhinoceros to you because it seemed to me, from the little bit I'd found out about what you like, that you would like it. Now, the interesting thing is, to me, is that after I recommended that, and I, I believe you got a sample of it, did you not? Yes, I did. Right. Um, I found out that actually rhinoceros has been reformulated. And that is like that is like a stake in my heart. Every time something that I love gets reformulated and, and it happens for different reasons. It happens because the the ingredients are no longer available for some reason or because, you know, somebody had a snit fit and walked off the job and, you know, took their thing with them. And, you know, I mean, different things happen and and you can't get it anymore. But the new rhinoceros um, is fine. So you know? I was smelling the rhinoceros, the 2020 edition. Yeah, that's the, this right. That's so the, that has it. Uh -huh. That has a new nose behind it. So uh, there's a different person, right? Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. so that's a jargon nose when we nose, right? Yeah. So that's so the. What, what did you think of the new one? Well, it was like a. It, it is one. It's one of those that unfolds. Mm -hmm. So I was ready. The name does something too. So you 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 smell this thing, and uh, if if I had the bottle, which I have a little vial, you know, it has a rhinoceros mm -hmm. on it. It does. Right. So and he's looking. Uh, like a person, and then, uh, <laughs> but it says rhinoceros. Now I'm ready to smell a rhinoceros, right? And so oh. you're you're all set. You're at the circus. Yeah. You're all this sort of thing. So when these when the when it hits you, you're sort of ready for certain to smell certain things. Mm -hmm. And it did smell like it had a zooey quality, like almost right off the bat. And mm -hmm. I and I I I uh it, you know it doesn't even have it as a note, but it smelled cedary to me. It so does, I, and yeah. I don't know where that's, cause they say now that isn't a, a note that so I'm smelling like leather and tobacco and things. Mm -hmm. And I see the original had more pine and that yeah. tracks too. 
Yeah, it's um, it's very similar, I think. And that's that's the thing. It's like a lot of times when things are reformulated, they're not at all the same. I, you know, it just breaks my heart. I, I wore for years when I was driving a donut delivery truck from midnight to 6 a.m. to support me and my little sister. I would save up my money from this horrible job and go into the fancy department store in Portland, Oregon, and buy um, Carol Narcisse Noir. And I wore Narcisse Noir every day. And and my stupid hockey-playing boyfriend um, didn't even realize that it was perfume. He thought I just smelled like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, which I was very pleased when he, he said, oh, you put on perfume. And I said, yeah, I put on perfume every day. He said, oh, it smelled like that. And I said, no, well, I don't. I have to buy this. And it's hideously expensive. But it was worth it to me. You know, it was so amazing. And then um, the in Europe, the, you know, the the European elites decided that you couldn't put certain ingredients into perfume anymore because if you put uh, 500 gallons of it on a rat, the rat would get a, an, a a pimple on its back or something or cancer or whatever. So they took all these ingredients out and then they reformulated it and it doesn't smell anything. It was so amazing. I still have the bottle from the last bottle that I bought before they reformulated. And every once you know, I can take the stopper off and there's just a little bit of dried out Narcisse Noir in there and I can go, you know, take a big whiff and go, yeah, I kind of remember how that smelled. It was so, it just, but it's, it's horrible when they reformulate things usually, but rhinoceros, you know, zoologist rhinoceros, Mm. but it's not bad. It's different, but it's good. You know, well, if I, you know, I don't have the other one, the first one to go by. So just smelling it is a thing I would, you know, I would like it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, uh, because it's a, uh, you know, it's a little spicy, uh, and mm-hmm. and but it's also got, you know, I know you like the tobacco-y oh, I do. Uh, letter I, thing, and I do too, and I like uh, woody things, mm-hmm. and it's nice, and it's not too, um, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of. Uh, it takes care of it, and, and if it's like, <laughs> I would say things like, I don't know whether I have synesthesia, but I do think of and things of like uh, high, high notes, or I don't know what they are, like things that offset. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like when you need to smell something sweet or something floral to, to counteract something else. You mm-hmm. know, in cooking, it's really obvious. You go, oh, man, this needs something to take the fatty heaviness out of it. Right. But right. the the fragrances are like that too. Sometimes, if you're going for like a, a, a like a balanced thing, but I mm-hmm. like that one a lot. I like it a lot. I like things to smell kind of exotic. Yeah, you are kind of a spice monster. I I gathered from the ones that you recommended to me, um, many of which I had never smelled. So thank you for that. And they're really interesting. But yeah, you go you go heavy on the spice, and that's interesting too because people do have those notes that they really, I mean, leather, you know, I'm all over leather. Mm. I'm all over smoke, um, all over tobacco, um, all over stinky, nasty, skanky animal. Like they call animalic is something they call when they don't want to call it feces. (laughs) I I really like those. I don't have, this is something I don't have that I don't have a lot of patience with people who are easily repulsed by smells. (laughs) I guess because I, well, I used to smell, I used to, I used to be uh, into cheese too. I even sold cheese. Yeah, 
So okay. like you hey, gotta I'm... have some tolerance for yes. Yes, you right. Do. Like some things smell strong or different, or you know, not. But uh, like, don't pretend you don't like it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's gross. No, it's not. No, it smells. You know, it smells good. It's delicious. You really <laughs> yeah, it's true. And also, kind of what you were saying, you know, like the the pictures that you get in your head from these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you read people's reviews of? of scents and fragrances and things. Do you read those? Sometimes I do. And sometimes I, they, uh, I, you know, I don't get it because they're just like smelling something different and it's happened to me. Like I I have a, I didn't send it to you, but there's a, (laughs) I look like a freak because I've got all these uh, samples laid out before me and some of them are empty. I just put them here to remind me Uh of of the name of the things, but I think it's called, um, Santal something. Do you know that oh, one? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, famous. Yeah. Anyway, so the first time I smelled it, I was like, oh, this is going to, I, you know, I read about it. I think, mm-hmm. oh, this one's going to appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And I smelled it and it just, I, and there's nothing in it that should smell this way. And it just smelled like <laughs> dead fish. It just yes. smelled like under a bridge. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I look, it doesn't have any. Yeah. So, because think- some things are supposed to smell like the ocean. Oh, there are some great things that smell like the ocean. There, there's I, I wear one in the summer sometimes from Neanderthal, which is a company in Wales, and um, they have a whole they have a line of like four uh, perfumes, and they're <clears throat> I forget the, the the name of the nose who com, you know who composed them, but they're um, they're supposed to smell. The one that I wear is called Them. And it's supposed to smell the way Neanderthals imagined that people in the future would smell. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> basically, it smells like, you know, the, the stinky kelp on the beach and the bilge water. <laughs> and it's it's kind of awesome, though. I mean, it doesn't, it's like, at first you're like, what is that? And then you're kind of like, yeah, it's, it's kind of not bad. I kind of like that. So... That's the one I got that I actually bought a full bottle of. Also, I bought the bottle because the bottle is um, made from a mold of a Neanderthal flint um, uh, spear head. Oh, wow. Box spearhead. Uh-huh. And the mold of it, and then they made it in glass. And, the, you know, it's very elaborate. This whole thing is very elaborate. You know, there's a lot of uh, ridiculous elaborateness about you know, expensive fragrances and things, but I, I really like it in the summer. It, it really works. And there was another one um, by Eris perfume called Belle du Jour. If you've ever seen that movie with Catherine Deneuve, it's about a, it's about a um, French housewife who, you know, sneaks off in the day when her husband's at work and goes and works in a brothel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and it uses that same note, so it's rose, it's, it's pretty strongly rose, and mm-hmm. um, this pretty stinky fish smell. And they're together in this one perfume. And oh, you're like, wow. And you're like, that's pretty literal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so I'm looking at a description of it now, aquatic. Yeah, that's a nice way yeah, of saying aquatic. it. aquatic, that's a nice way of saying it, yeah. Aquatic yeah. sounds nicer than... But this one actually brought back a memory of like as a kid going under the bridge and like looking at stuff that had washed up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and, I know, I know, I almost know the name of it. I've, I've, yeah. I but I didn't want to smell like that. 
No, no, I, you don't. Yeah, you don't. That's the thing. A lot of these, they're just interesting, you know? Yeah. They're like, what the hell, you know? But you can see if they're well done. You can you can appreciate it even if you don't personally want to smell like that. So right? here's it. Yeah, and you can just see it in your own, like, a, uh, uh, so something that always gets me uh -huh. in context is cedar. Like, depending on what you pair cedar with. Right, right, right. For instance, let's say you take... Uh, like like Tom Ford, um, uh, Lost Cherry. That's the one that you okay. recommended to me. Yeah. 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 yeah so I, it doesn't I, have any tobacco, but you'd be like, this smells like a Swisher Sweet or something, right? It, it smells <laughs> like that. <laughs> whatever they soak cheap cigars <laughs> yes. in. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's like yeah. the cherry, but the cedar notes help you with the cigar evocative thing, because you always, because cedar is a smell you associate with cigars too, because they sit around in it. In humidors. If you go to a in humidors, if you go to a cigar store, all cigar boxes are cedar. So right, right. You know when you smell, and sometimes they used to put a, like a piece of cedar in those cheap cigars. You know, yeah. a thin oh, piece. Oh, they did that. Oh, cool. And uh, um, so when I get those together, I'm going like, oh, a cigar, but there's no tobacco. Like it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, a, it's not it's really a, a tobacco. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's, it's nice. It's just like it's a, a painting. If a painting was like, um, you know, uh, tan on the bottom and then just uh -huh. uh, blue on the top, you'd go, oh, that's an ocean. That's the beach. Uh -huh. It's like that, you know. <laughs> it's like it's not like, really. It's yeah, yeah, it reminded me. I had never smelled that. Um, I got a sample of it because you recommended it, the Tom Ford Lost Cherry. And it reminded me of something not as good. It's a it's a really good one of that. Um, there was something called um, the Cour Charnel, which was supposed to be like uh, smelled like it was supposed to smell like booze or something. I don't know, but it smelled like a Swisher Sweet cigar, which is a thing that I used to smoke when I was a you know. Uh, 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 I, I can't say <clears throat> I can't swear on the air, right? Uh, when I was a uh, when I was a high school girl and out of control. I, I used to smoke cigars and I smoked Swisher Sweets with my little pals and and it smelled like that and it didn't smell good. Right. But I wear it sometimes, you know. I had the sample and I put the sample on sometimes because sometimes I just wanted to feel like that again. Yeah. Oh, and then this is this is a much nicer, more high end, better done version of that and. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, and it, when it dries, it dries yeah. into something way more interesting and it does, complicated yeah. than that first, uh, you know, uh, cherry liqueur yeah. glass that you get. Yeah, and tobacco and stuff. But I, yeah, I really, I really like it. It's um, it's really interesting, and 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 it kind of was interesting to see how you could take that idea and do it better. You know, you can yeah. a better version of it. Do you want to do you want to talk about the one that you recommended that I have to buy for Sluggo now? So let's talk. So let's we'll start <laughs> to talk about it by talking about uh, oud in general. Okay, oud and, in and, oud in general, and um, yeah, because that's a weird. Like I'm not sure that I know exactly what it smells like because I've smelled a zillion versions of it that say it is right. right. Well, that's because some of it is artificial and not mm -hmm. very good. And some of it is artificial and pretty good, and some of it is real. And oud is basic, as I understand it, it's a kind of a fungus from a tree, right? It's like a wood. Right. It's a, something that does to wood. 
Yeah, it's yeah, like it's like a, something that gets in and rots the wood in a certain mm-hmm. way. And it's it's always been a very important ingredient in Middle Eastern perfumes and things. And it just kind of came over to uh, the West in f- fairly recently, you know, which I don't know. I'm I'm old, so fairly recently could be 10 or 20 years. But, you know, it was, you know, not it wasn't here normally and now it is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it, you know, because it became a thing, a lot of it is cheap and artificial and nasty smelling and um, Sluggo, my my husband, says that it smells like his uh, grandmother's dead corpse, which um, I have. He first uh, first said that she wasn't even dead yet, so that they was, have. Uh, but but I have <laughs> but I have things that say oud on them that don't have any oud in them, like cheap. Because I also have like some uh, Middle Eastern cheapies, right? Yeah, and yeah. they're hilarious. I have yeah. one that I opened once, and I. I put it in a co- like I don't know what to do with it. It's so wretched. <laughs> I can't dispose of it. I can't yeah. open it again. It's yeah. so gross. I can't, and I'm not pretty. It smells like a chemical spill or something. It's just the wor- I don't even know what it is, but it's you awful. Bury it. <laughs> bury it in the backyard. Don't yeah. stick it in there. Yeah. So he wouldn't let me have oud in the house, right? And I had to promise never to have. And uh, zoologist, the company that we were talking about earlier. They had a, uh, a a perfume called Bat, which had some oud in it, and I thought it was the most wonderful thing in the world. It's been reformulated now; it's nothing. I, I feel mm-hmm. you know it's one of those bad reformulations. I'm sorry about it. I love Bat, and I put it on, and and, and Sluggo wouldn't come near me for 24 hours, you know, till I washed it off. Um, <laughs> but it, I thought it was wonderful, and um, so I never had oud. I never had anything with oud. And then you recommended um, the oud intense, right? Uh, the uh, yeah oud, uh, oud for uh, oud for greatness, oud right? Oud for greatness. So Inicio perfume oud for yes. greatness, right? And I got a sample of that, and I thought, oh, this is magnificent. This is really great. So I put a little on, and Sligo said, "What's that you're wearing?" And I said, oh, it's a, it's a little sample that I got. And he said, oh, that's that's great. I love that. And I said, would you like to try some on? And he said, yeah. So I put some on him, you know, dabbed a little bit on his on his wrist. And he went, oh, yeah, this is great. I, I want this. And I was like, he hasn't worn, like, for a while he wore, years ago, he wore this mm-hmm. thing, Demeter, called um, Humidor, which smelled like cigars and cedar. Uh-huh. Which was pretty good, but you know, the I don't think they make that anymore. And then he wore um, Hermes Tear for a while, which is kind of peppery, and this kind of reminded him of that, which is correct. It's a little bit peppery, mm-hmm. but um, I, you know, I didn't. And I finally said, you know, you know, this is called Oud for greatness. It has, <laughs> and he said, I, this is great. I want this, and I'm like, well, you know, it's like. How much is that? It's like four hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> That's really expensive. Because he really liked it. But I I went online and I saw some reviews of it, and this one guy reviewed it and he said he called it a panty dropper. Yes. I can't disagree. I it, it really is exceptional. I I. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is amazing. Because I was searching for the. Do you wear it out? Oh yeah, it's a compliment yeah. getter too. People, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a you smell nice kind of. Um, yeah, one, and they can't put their finger on exactly what, 
what it is. I had, I had, now I'm, I'm trying to think, um, um, what was it called? Um, oh, oh, I had, I smelled, um, Bond number nine, Dubai Platinum, which is a yeah, I amber. Get that one. I couldn't get that one. Yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah, so that has a oud base note, right? And I really liked it. And it's got some other things going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, because I like that kind of exotic, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a prince from a country you haven't heard of. That's my. <laughs> that's what I'm. Meant. These are the these are the smells of my, my exotic country my, that you my they're exotic. new to you. Yes. <laughs> I will trade things for them. So, uh, uh, so I smelled that, but and and that's out of my price range too. But it also, mm-hmm. um, even if I could afford it, doesn't last very long. Like some of the, so that's a, you know, we, we talked about that. Some of them, some there's some nice fragrances that are just so subtle that yeah. <laughs> that you'd have to go around like licking someone to really appreciate them. <laughs> You know, but uh, I guess it's a uh, silage, right? How much you can and 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 uh, how long it lasts. You have to, you have to explain that jargon word to people. Silage. So that's that's the cl- that's your stink cloud. So that's like you know, wow, I smelled you coming. <laughs> so something like uh, you know, like um, um, some Chanel's. So, like, yeah, how far it goes. Yeah, like Coco Mademoiselle or something Chanel. You can somebody can have that on in the next county. <laughs> And you'd know it and it lasts all day. Like, and then, you know, longevity is a thing too. So if I put something on, yeah, I'd like it to, to last, you know, it doesn't have to be overwhelming, but it'd be nice if it's still, if you could smell your wrist and it was still there. If you, you if know. you paid that much for it and you put it on, you right a few hours at least. Right. So, and then the good ones unfold, you know, like, uh-huh. uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, so you've got something different a couple hours later, which is yeah. nice too. So mm-hmm. then I just started searching around, you know, and then I, 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 I was like, well, man, I'd like to, you know, kind of saffrony thing too, if it's got a night mm-hmm. and, uh, but then that was a little too much. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I don't know what turned me on to the, to the oud for greatness, but I thought, oh, dang, this is great. Now <laughs> it ends up a lot of, I mean, with the exception of Tom Ford, a lot of these come from niche houses, like design houses that just do perfumes they're not yeah. like chanel where they're doing you know everything a- or or like um estee lauder i used to get something from them called dazzling silver that they don't make mm-hmm. it smelled like a robot wearing a lay it was oh. very, it was weird and metallic but it had kind of a floral thing to it and i just right. heard it and and they you know everything that i really like they pretty much quit making because it's weird right it's too bad but um and isn't that that weird metallic? Isn't that um, uh, aldehyde or something that they don't like? Is that still in things? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a good question. I don't really know exactly what it was that in that particular formulation. Because that kind of nose stingy, that pleasant metallicy, yeah, 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 that yeah. was in a lot of things. It was, yeah, and and. You know, we kind of talked about like things that are expensive, but there are things that are ch- that are cheap, actually cheap. I will, I will use that word, and they're good. There's some good cheap things too that most people don't know about. One thing that I recommend a lot to um, friends of mine who like florals is Tommy Girl. Tommy Girl is spectacular. It is it is just this over the top giddy beautiful floral insane fragrance 
and it, it's cheap. You know, I mean, it's Tommy Hilfiger. It's, it's oh yeah, they really are. There's some. You, you can get it in in like Macy's or something. You know, and it's and the thing is though that people that I recommend it to, I say, okay, be sure you get Tommy Girl because there's like 15 different Tommy fragrances. And I have never yet had somebody go out and actually buy Tommy Girl. They buy the wrong one. They buy uh, they buy Tommy, which isn't Tommy isn't bad, but it's kind of mm-hmm. a thing. It's not it's not great. Um, you know, they they buy you know, I don't know Tommy Eau de Prep or something. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Tommy Girl, I really if you want something that's a floral, that's beautiful, that lasts, it's it's inexpensive i mean it's it's fabulous it really is a great it is a great perfume and i think somebody told me that the ariana grande that little cloud bottle thing wasn't too good? bad is that <laughs> i don't know i haven't smelled it so don't go by me but i yeah someone said that it was and i was like well that could very well be there's lots of things under a hundred dollars that are great i mean i can't yeah. like i when i buy something i don't buy the you know I'd have to save up. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> do that, right, or or, yeah. or something. Well, I, get, I get things, um, like I said, you know. I mean, not I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. So I, I'm kind of buying more full bottles now. But there are things that I just I I think you know, am I gonna want to smell like this? You know, a lot of times I, I, I get up in the morning. I kind of I kind of I'm lucky because I have a selection now. I have two or three or four things, you know, and I can kind of say, OK, do I want to smell like I'm out in the back smoking cigarettes with a couple of raccoons that look like, <laughs> the things, you know, uh, or do I want to smell like I've been riding a, a stinky horse all day, mm-hmm. you know? And I can and I can kind of pick and say, yeah, you know, or do I, you know, do I want to smell the way the Neanderthals thought that people of the future would smell? Right, right. I can kind of I can kind of pick and choose, and it's kind of nice to have that option, you know, to say like, uh, I I mean I'm I feel really blessed that I that I can do that now, you know, that can say, yeah, I would like to do that. I would like to smell like that. It, It kind of sets your whole day, you know. It's kind of like, what am I wearing? what I want to smell like, you know, and then I, and, and it's just for me mostly, cause I'm not, you know, out in the world very much right now, but, um, yeah, you know, it really, it really, um, sets the mood of the day and stuff. I think, I think. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I, I feel like when I put something on, it's almost entirely for me because I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. really the one who's going to smell it mostly. And, well, uh, you, know, you like foist your, um, tobacco vanilla on people. <laughs> No, I make people smell things. I do that. Like I'll, I have, cause if I have people over, I have my, I whip out the, like the little sprays, the little, the, uh-huh. the five millimeter, milliliter ones. And I'm, Oh, here, yeah. gotta, you gotta try this because, well, it's just, you know, and it's just fun to uh-huh. smell stuff. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. but you know, I have a couple things like if I want to, uh, I'm out right now, but there was one that smelled like, uh, it smelled like whiskey and, and apple pie. Oh, I love that one. Well, I would like. Tell me which one that was. Send that. I think it was Angel Share. Oh, okay, Angel Share. I got that right. I got Uh because you you met you mentioned it. Oh, what did it smell like to you? It didn't smell enough like whiskey to me. The interesting. Well, it kind of does. I I just opened the vial here. I got it on my nose. Okay, on out of straight out of the the little sample here. Mm. 
it does smell whiskey-ish or cognac-ish kind of. Yeah, yeah, cognac. So, that's yeah, what it's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, and that's because I think um, what's his name Hennessy owns the company, right? So. Oh really? Oh, and it dries into pie. Like, which... Yeah, so it's like it's like he's he's all into he's all in for uh, things that smell like liquor. I like things that smell like whiskey or cognac or stuff. Oh, I, I do too. I didn't think it smelled enough like booze, but no, it doesn't quite. Not for that name. That's a pretty. Yeah. Yes. Right. But but the um the apple pie. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because I hadn't really caught that before. And I and that's one of those things where I don't know whether there's anything. Sometimes nutmeg gives me that apple pie Mm -hmm. thing. That might be there, but I don't even know if there's right that in it. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I actually uh I got so into well. What happened with me was I always like smelling things and I like perfumes and things. And uh, I went to uh, an exhibit at the uh, Museum of Art and Design, I think, in mm-hmm. New York City. And it was called The Art of Scent. <clears throat> and um, Mr. Chandler set it up and he, it was all about you could go in and just smell different things. And he explained how different things happened and and how they were put together and stuff it, it was just it was mind-blowing i'd never i'd never thought about how perfumes were put together you know yeah and, and that started me off on it and then i got um i started reading luca turin who's a wonderful scientist and also wrote these books about you know where he just reviews perfumes and and he's really kind of vile about some of them. He's really he's he's quite um yeah, he actually says what he thinks. And but he's really good. And then I got some uh things that were like the perfume like uh samples of perfume ingredients and like coumarin and stuff, you know, like just in a test tube and you can kind uh-huh. of and I started doing that. And then I ended up going to Pratt, which is an art school in New York City, uh, which is a good school, even though it has that weird name. And Pratt um, had a a course in perfume uh, technology and stuff. Uh I took that. I actually took a course in it and learned a little bit about how things are put together and stuff. And, um, I, yeah, I kind of went nuts. That's so <laughs> wonderful though. That's so great. I heard all this stuff and, um, and all it did, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not for me to, you know, create perfumes. It's not for me to work in the industry. Um, I found out actually that my reactions to certain smells are not standard, so I wouldn't be able to work in the industry, but, um, it really helped me appreciate how these things are composed and how, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, and to kind of realize, like you were saying, um, the different families of smells, you know, when you said like gourmand or, you know, tobacco or leather or whatever, you know? Right, um, right. yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's just like the more you learn about something, the more you appreciate it, you know? And it's really, I, I, it's really valuable to know about this because it's kind of an underappreciated sense, I think. You know, everybody goes like, oh, you know, your hearing, your sight, your touch and stuff. But, but people don't really taste, you know. They don't really give that much attention to smell, 
No, they don't. And and you know, there's sort of a, a, a um, uh, appreciation sometimes gets a bad rap, like mm-hmm. with with uh, wine or spirits or anything, because mm-hmm. it seems pretentious, right? So it's yeah. often yeah. mocked. You know, oh, do you smell that? Do you taste this sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, um, some people are kind of hostile to that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they don't really taste those things, and um, and they're suggesting things too. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't taste them if you didn't. But <laughs> but that's that's true and it's not true. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, so let's take it with wine. Uh, it's about appreciation and appreciation, uh, appreciating subtleties, right? So if obviously there's not actual plums or dried fruit or cherries in the grape right, juice you're drinking. Right, right, right. Those are just terms that are used to describe. So if you taste something that's sort of like that, that's what we call like a stone fruit fruit note or something like that. So it's just giving names to things so people can you can say, hey, it has a little bit of this and and it expands your enjoyment of the thing. It isn't meant to keep people uh, out. You know, it's not to make you feel stupid. It's like art. You know, people feel, oh, they're trying to make me feel stupid. No, it's just that if you know a little more, there's more to like. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you did you ever get um the jasmine od or the the bubblegum chic oh i didn't get the bubblegum chic i got the um let's see what i got i got the the, we secre- were, we the secretions did. magnifique oh you I did the, oh, i did i did we should talk about that oh my god oh, cool. and i got the um i like anubis a lot but oh that's the one i wear almost every day oh it's fantastic it is amazing isn't it yeah, yeah really so good. we should tell we should tell the listeners hardy and i recommended each other get different things that we liked so that mm-hmm. we talk about them yeah and so yeah that's the that's the that would be my favorite out of the ones you yeah yeah anubis, anubis is spectacular um the woman who created that is named liz moores and her house is called papillon um artisan perfumes mm-hmm. anubis is it's like everything i just adore and it's it's really um it's kind of leathery and it's got a little bit of jasmine in it jasmine is, i think mm-hmm. of florals is kind of my favorite because it's a little bit stanky and um and it's just got yeah i mean it's just it's just so it's like a first date with the god of death you know and i i just i, I have it on now actually I yeah just, i like it a lot because that you're right about the jazz so jasmine's like the most flowery flower right and you yeah. nothing obvious about it and <laughs> and but that in the saffron because it's also kind of resiny yes it is you know yeah. it's like real yeah. incensey and oh. uh i love it that's a great that's a great thing to be to have together man that's really yeah. neat yeah that's she, cool apparently, apparently she wears that herself you know she she kind of created it for herself and she didn't even market it at first she just made it for herself and then she put it out she didn't think anybody else would like it and it's like, this is classic, you know, this is really Anubis. It, yeah, I love it. I love it. And it is, it has, it feels real exotic, mm-hmm. you know, if, uh, if like, uh, if those uh, hippie incense stores had fresh flowers in them, which they never do, <laughs> they, don't. So, they don't, but that's what it would smell like. They would be onto some, I'd go into them a lot more. <laughs> I would too. Yes. I'm here. I'm only here for your anarchist books. But I will also smell your incense. I, I like to smell your incense, yeah. So let's talk about this one that's supposed to smell like uh, human secretions. 
Oh, that's yeah, not... yeah, Secretion's Magnifique. What did you think of that? Isn't that awesome? That's from um, Etat Libre Lounge. I don't know if I say that right, because I don't... It wasn't, it didn't have, it didn't, I, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't not, I liked it, and I didn't know, <laughs> but it didn't smell gross to me or anything. Like, I didn't, I don't... Yeah. I didn't quite get the gross stuff, but you know why? Because, but I will tell you what it smelled like. You tell me. It smelled like maybe my my great grandmother's got on something sleeveless, and, <laughs> she, and she hugs me real tight. She was a wonderfully fleshy yeah. little woman. I loved her so much. I pictured that immediately. Yes. <laughs> okay. And she's in Haddonfield, New Jersey. And my head is under her under her fleshy <laughs> Irish arm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's what it smelled yeah. like. So yeah. it had, cause, uh, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> meaning I don't know if I was getting the obvious like human part. I just like like that just made me feel comfortable. Yeah, cause and you... I would just smell the the. You yeah. Know. People have um, a really extreme reaction to that, and I like it and I like it partially because it's weird and partially because I, I don't you know I mean I understand that people find it repellent it, secretions magnifique you know it's supposed to smell like bodily fluids it's supposed to right smell, you know all the nasty things that come out of your body but your body is your body you know I mean how mm-hmm. can it comes from the body be bad you know it's part of you right so I would, there, there's yeah it does it's not any kind of bad <clears throat> I don't know it just smells like somebody's it smells a little like people yeah and I think that's from putting like the ocean and the milky smell together yes, but the, yes. the coconut smells like somebody the person washed a little bit or they've got oh, antiperspirant yeah. on yeah yeah. <laughs> so, it's got... so it's weird. I would advise anyone who is at all interested in it, get a little sample. Mm-hmm. And there are places you can buy samples. Where do you, where do you get your samples? I get my samples. Uh, what's the place called? Were you um, online mm-hmm. at these people that put other, <laughs> they rebottle. Is that legal? Oh yeah, yeah, it's legal. You can do that. Oh, go to Surrender to Chance. That's one place. Uh, Micro Perfumes has um, Micro Perfumes. Yeah, you. They have spray bottles, so they can you that you can for like for you can buy um for forty bucks you can get a four hundred and fifty dollar, you know you can just get forty bucks worth of the. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I never I had never heard of them until you recommended them. I I I usually go from. Lucky scent. I get a lot of samples. I got your samples from there. Uh huh. And lucky the uh, surrender to chance. Is they had a bunch thing. of stuff. The other one. So between, because nobody has everything. No, nobody does. No. You can um, you can go all over. I wish people. I mean, the other thing about things being discontinued is even if you it's even if you did keep them. Uh huh. It does. I mean, how they long change. would it keep? They change exactly over time. Yeah. I have a, a bottle of um of Bulgari Black and mm. that, that should it, still be okay, right? That's only been gone still, for Yeah, it's kind of okay. I mean it's been gone for a while. I still I I love that. I used to wear it every day. Um and I have a, a bottle of it that I got just when it was discontinued, right? It's before. that's art that's art. Yeah, that, 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 that smells like for people who don't know it, Bulgari Black smells 
it comes in this bottle that looks like a hockey puck. It's a black, um, rubbery looking bottle. You uh-huh. know, looks like a hockey puck, and it smells like the air in a bicycle tire. Absolutely, it, it, it has some it's rubber. Just the best way, though. Yeah, really good. I mean, I like things. Like that, if that was a sexy smell, if bicycle yeah. air tire was, I don't know how they do that. I don't know either. It was outstanding. It was really outstanding. And because it was so kind of weird, mm. people didn't buy it, you know? But yeah, they, and, they, and they also, when I read about it, people go, oh, that's passe or something. Passe is like 10, not even, like 10 years? Are you kidding me? Come on, come on, come on, come on. No, it's classic. It's not passe, it's classic. It I really, mean, look, at Chanel number no. 5, was they that's from the 20s. Absolutely. <laughs> that's 100 years old or something. People still yeah. wear that. Yeah, and you know the thing is, a lot of those perfumes that are have been around a lot, like Guerlain, um, Jicky, they, you know, uh, that I think that was the first perfume ever, uh, or the first successful perfume ever done with aldehydes, I think. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they've been reformulated over the years because you know uh, ingredients have been banned in the European Union. Thank right. you very much hell with you people and um or they disappear you can't get them anymore or they're illegal or whatever you know and um and they've been reformulated but some houses you know they they work really hard to make the reformulation smell the same right you know they work they work really hard to to continue that and chanel number five is one of the ones that you know it's classic and so they work really hard to keep it you know, as as close to the same as it ever was, uh-huh. and that's you know, if you if you like that, you're you're pretty much guaranteed that no matter what happens, it will still have that effect. You know, right? My grandmother wore it, and uh, so it's my grandmother. And oh. I'm not saying it's a grandmother thing. It's just that yeah. she really did like that one. Is really imprinted on me. <laughs> I smell I, that somewhere. I, I cry or something. I, I, know, think I had I had a thing one time. Uh, Sluggo and I were in a perfume store and we were looking at some things and I saw this thing, Fracas, right? And Fracas comes in this black bottle and it's kind of well known and it was discontinued for a while and then it came back, I think. And I saw it and I said, oh, Fracas, yeah, I've always wanted to smell that. I don't know what that smells like. I've heard it's really good. And I smelled it and I was like, oh my God, it's my mom. You know, that was what my mom wore. And then all of a sudden it was like I had this time traveling. I I just couldn't. I uh, it it was it was overwhelming. It was this overwhelming thing. And I I lost my mom when I was really young. And I thought, oh, my God, that was her. That's what she wore. And I suddenly I saw that on her little vanity table, that bottle. Uh And I was like, she had that. And I, she was some Iowa housewife. How the hell did she ever get fracas? How did she even have that? Who gave it to her? How did she find it? Or where did she get right, it? Right, right. Oh, that's awesome. It's, really, it's crazy. I don't even know how she, you know, and it, it was just, it was, that's the thing about scent, you know, as you said about your, your grandma, you know, you just, you get um, it's so, I don't know, it goes into the reptilian part of your brain or something. Uh, yeah, you know? it's a, it's a real strong memory thing. It really and, is. And, it, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, and that's why it can, that's why it can uh, evoke things. That's why it's such a powerful 
Exactly. Like, like the feelings. And I swear a lot, like we were saying, I wear these, like I was just traveling and I had something on my wrist and I was just, I was kind of using it for aromatherapy, you know, for like, yeah. I was comforting myself by just going yeah. and smelling my wrist. I'm sure I look like an idiot, but it was like, oh, this is, calms me down. I used to do that too. <laughs> I do that at work, you know, like at work and I'd hate work and I'd go like, and I'd smell, you know, Bulgari Black and go, oh, yeah. Right. I had to do it on the airplane. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Clearly. So you didn't you didn't get to smell bubblegum chic, which. Has, no, I didn't. That's the big is, disappointment. This is, this is our part. We'll have to do a part two. We're, oh, we're like to, three to. minutes from the end of the show anyway. So. Oh, my God. OK. Oh, there's so many weird things I wanted to talk to you about. OK, but oh. that, that one is particularly bizarre and it has been renamed. And the interesting thing about it, it was renamed, but it has not been reformulated. Oh, it's now called what is it called? Uh, Tell me what it is. And I'll get it next time. Jasmine O.D., I think. Oh, wait. Now, that sounds sounds familiar, though. Did you get that? Yeah. Uh, Did you already tell me that or did I? Maybe I told you that already. Jasmine O.D. It's been it's it's by Healy and it's called Jasmine O.D. now. But I checked, and it's not been reformulated. So it's the same bizarre. Uh-huh. It, it goes banana jasmine, banana jasmine, banana jasmine. You're like, what the hell is even going on here? Wow. It, yeah, it's White really, musk. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> they, they, I think a lot of times I think they just make stuff up. I think know? they made that one up. That, I that. Yeah. yeah, forget that. They're what not, should we call this love? They're not even going to tell you what it smells like because it's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Floral, it just says. Yeah, that's not that's not right. I bet it's more than that. (laughs) Super odd that I have to. I I don't think I sent it to you. Um, Was it Hannah? Hannah Hiroko? What is it? Hannah, 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 Hannah. Hannah Hiraku. H-A-N-A-H-I-R-A-K. KU. It's by Perfume Satori. Okay. And it smells like uh, pomegranate in soy sauce. And you would think, ew. But when you smell it, it's weird and then kind of weirdly appealing. It's not, I don't think I don't think it's something you'd want to wear every day. You probably would never want to wear it at all. I wore it one day and I kind of liked it. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit... Uh, yeah, pomegranate and soy sauce. You think like, no, 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 no. But it, well, it's, I, I, we are now we're out of time. Well, here's the thing. I don't think we really were out of time. Uh, this is Hardy. That was Hardy. Um, I thought it, that we were, but it was close to the end. And it is enough time to tell you about the Hellraiser. And, oh, gosh, I'd love your money. If you'd like that, that was FMU. Without it, those things couldn't happen. Bronwyn and I couldn't have come together. And talked about smelling things and perfume and things. Isn't that bizarre? I know that's not what I'm supposed to do. You're gone. You're fired, Hardy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to do a, a Hellraiser special. That's not how it works. I don't do things right because I have a super hard time reading memos. I wish I was joking. But, uh, oh, bless you so much for listening and being so beautiful uh, to me always. You are listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 91.9 in Rockland County in New York City, New York, and online at WFMU.org worldwide.
thank you so much, and I will see you again next week. Share alone. 